Hello everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome to Aces Up The Sleeve. This is the maiden episode of the Pocket Aces Racing Podcast. If you don't know who I am, I'm Patty. I am co-hosting it with the one of the managing partners of Pocket Aces Racing, or PAR, if you need a quick reference, um, Jared Shoemaker. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you happen to be uh, tuning in. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, this is our this is our first time kind of doing a podcast for everybody, so we're flying blind a little bit, but um, we're kind of hoping that we're going to be able to shed some light for the fans or for maybe some of our newer partners on all things Pocket Aces. Uh, we'll be discussing the finer points of, of syndicate ownership. We will touch base on any of the topics that um, that you guys would like us to talk about. If you send in suggestions, we'll absolutely get them onto the episode if we can. Um, and hopefully by the end of it, you'll just be, you know, maybe a little more knowledgeable, a little more enlightened, or, you know, or just entertained. You know, at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want you guys to be entertained. We want you guys to enjoy your experience as Pocket Aces partners. Um, and so this week, we're going to get rolling on our first episode with the upcoming Open House. Saturday, April the 22nd, we're going to start at 9 a.m. at Margot Farm. And then we're going to be live streaming. We're going to having we're going to be handing out um, flyers, physical things that you can take home with you. Um, and then whenever we wrap up over at Margot, after everybody had ha- has had their breakfast, everybody's had their coffee, everybody's ready to go, once we're done with that, we'll wrap up. We'll head over to Silver Springs, somewhere between 11 o'clock and 11.30 a.m. Um, in terms of catering and the parking situation, I know at Margot, um, it's going it might be a little tight so we'll have somebody down there to kind of explain kind of how the the parking structure is going to work out so no one's going to be asked to kind of guess where they have to go um and we'll make sure that that the same thing kind of applies at silver springs just to make sure that we can get everybody in and we don't have to walk from the other side of the farm to get everybody down there um i know for catering jared was telling me that uh one of his family members actually started up a a little side business and apparently she's fantastic she's yes my sister sarah is uh mostly she does baking but uh, she is one of the best cooks chefs uh bakers that that i've ever experienced so she's gonna be she was actually we were working out the menu yesterday at easter dinner and she's excited and we're excited and uh just looking forward to Mostly, you know, just getting getting partners out there, potential partners, some fans I know will be showing up uh, as we always, as we have every year. And just, it's always great to get everybody together and uh, get, you know, there's nothing better than going out and see, watching the horses and seeing the horses and getting some pictures and video and handing them some peppermints and apples and things like that. So that's really what we're looking for, you know, just uh, an opportunity for partners to interact with each other interact with us and more most importantly interact with their horses so um, you have the horses that are out there right now we've got banshee moon uh we've got several two-year-olds including banshee moon uh at, at margo she is um you know she's she's a couple weeks away uh, at this point from starting speed work but she's galloping and jogging every day building up her fitness building up her foundation and just uh just going going really really well at the moment and um you know, we're we're trying to determine with her right now, is, is she going to be an early type? Is she going to need a little more time? Uh, but it looks, you know, our, our kind of our gut feeling is that, that she's got a chance to be a, a two-year-old. So uh, she'll be starting speed work here in the next couple weeks and uh, and then just seeing where she takes us from there. Uh, accusatory is our uh, cult by blame. 
big old boy. He weighed in at 1,200 pounds last week. Oh. Uh, he's he's uh, he is a large large young horse, and uh, and he's one that's definitely uh, we've always felt like he was going to be a little bit later, a little bit further to come along, need a little more time, and uh, so he's going to probably get a break uh, sometime right around Derby, 30 to 45 days, and, and you know it's possible we keep him in light training, but you know he's still a ways off from starting. And, he's and is that I mean, is, and is that normal for like these these bigger horses, especially the horses that we kind of didn't think you know, they're going to be run out of the gate two-year-olds. Is that normal for, for them to kind of go through these growth patterns and just yeah, need some time? Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, we, you know, we, we do this every year. Every every time you know, around the 1st of April, we, we x-ray their knees, check their growth plates, make sure they've closed. And and we let them tell us when they're ready. And, and for a horse like him, you know, he's bred to be a two-turn route of ground uh, a horse. He's big. He's... Um, you know, despite his size, he's still quite athletic and he moves really, really well. And um, it's it's just not uncommon at all for, for horses to take a little more time. And, you know, the vast majority of horses don't run at the age of two. Many of them do. And, and many of them, um, you know, their their time to shine is, is in June of their two-year-old year because uh, by the time, uh, you know, April or May of their three-year-old year rolls around, uh, all the other horses have caught up with them. And, you know, the, so those early mature types, you know, they're going to run early and they're going to do the best. They're going to perform best early on. And others like, uh, like accusatory, you know, they're much more likely, we think, to, you know, to, to be better. Uh, as they get a little bit older, but of course, you know, no, none of us thought Cyclone Ranger would debut on January first of his uh, three-year-old season either. Yeah. Uh, but he did. So sometimes they make you look a little foolish. But uh, but uh, definitely, you know, his like I said, accusatory's growth plates they they haven't closed yet, so he's going to need some time. Whether we you know, give him a complete break or just back off his training and keep him in light training, uh, you know, that 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 remains to be seen. We'll we'll make that decision. Uh, as we get a little bit closer to Derby, as we talk to Richard and Chastity and Dermot out there at Margo, and then um, they let us, uh, you know, kind of get a, get a plan developed for him going forward. And then, uh, you know, we've also we've got King of the Party. He's our two-year-old by Flame Away, and we've always thought that he had a chance to be uh, an earlier type uh, two-year-old. So he actually is going to start his speed work this week, and. Uh, He's a he's a feisty one. He's uh, he's got a little bit of an attitude about him, uh, but uh, they really like uh, really like uh, what they're seeing out of him so far. Double Neat is one of our uh, two Oscar performance Colts. Um, he is uh, you know just pretty much an out and out turf horse. We know he's you know he he's going to need the turf. He looks like he's turf. He's bred to turf. And he's just, he just, when you, when you look at him and you watch him go, he's just screaming turf at you all day long. Uh, but he's also, uh, his growth plates are closed in the knees. He's going to start his speed work this week as well as his Oscar season, the second of the Oscar performance Colts. Um, and while, while double neat is, you know, looks to be all turf, Oscar season looks like he might even might might have a little more chance to to run on dirt uh but again we'll see you know again he's bred for turf but um you know that doesn't just because they're bred for for one surface doesn't mean that that, that's how they always end up uh so we'll see him out there as well um and we've also got hyperbolize that is a pocket aces racing homebred by exaggerator and uh, they have described him as the energizer bunny he just keeps going and going and going and 
uh, you know, from day one, he has not missed a beat. And um, he's just a, he's a gorgeous, gorgeous two-year-old colt by exaggerator and just can't wait to see uh, him as he gets closer to being out on the track. Also starting speed work this week. And I'm not sure he probably will still be there. Uh, but maybe not. He's because he's getting ready, getting close to going to the track as Irish Aces. Uh, it's one of the older horses. He he did start last year. Well, he's not older. He's three, but he did start as a two-year-old last year. But now oh, he's needing, uh, you know, he's needed uh, a little bit of a break. He had just a little bit of bruising in in some ankle in an ankle, and just need a little break to get over that. And uh, but he'll be headed back to Brennan Walsh. Oh, pretty soon. Uh, you know, pretty well, right around the beginning, end of the month, beginning of May. But um, timeline is not exactly set and as you mentioned from margo uh we will once we wrap up there uh we'll caravan over to silver springs just uh, about i don't know 10 minutes away 15 minutes away tops not very far yeah they're not far uh where we've got two other two-year-olds and those are Oathbreaker and lady aberdeen the newly named lady aberdeen she's the midshipman philly that is correct. And Oathbreaker is the broken bow colt. And I, I tell you what, I've been around a lot of young horses. And any, a lot of times, you know, you get them in a new environment. You get them around new new things, new new experiences. And they just can, you know, they can get a little, uh, little agitated, a little bit out of shape. Uh, this guy is absolutely cool as a cucumber from the day we bought him. Nothing phases him. He he never turns a hair he's the old and soul and a young body just the old soul <laughs> and a young body that's exactly right and and you know broken bow has been a you know it was was a tremendous sire he he just mm-hmm. he just got he just got runners i mean uh but you know a lot of times you know broken bow can get you those real big coarse oafish type looking horses uh but this one is is he's athletic he's good looking he's very agile and and um, and just uh, he's just been really impressive since day one, and um, same same way with Lady Aberdeen and you're talking about a, a hell of a sire, uh, a hell of a value sire and midshipman. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, nobody throws more stakes horses than midshipman at at at, uh, at his price uh, range. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, know, he's on, just... he's on par with like Medaglia Dioro and a- absolutely. I mean, expensive, expensive stallions. And, and he just, he just gets, he just gets good racehorses and, and she is just, she's just, you know, just drop dead gorgeous and burning up the track. And, and both of those are start. Well, she's been on her uh, break. She got about, we just gave her about two weeks off and uh, she was ready to get back at it. And she's going to start uh, she started it back up today, actually, and then uh, so she'll okay. she'll jog for a couple of days. She'll uh, then she'll get into a gallop, and probably a couple of weeks down the road, she'll start uh, getting into some speed work. And Oathbreaker, he will be starting speed work, uh, I think, in about a week, and okay. um, for reasons that I don't understand. Uh, much like several of the horses uh, that we're going to talk about today, yeah. we've still got some availability in these two, and. Um, you know, I, I really think, um, uh, you know, I know we bought a lot of horses last year and, uh, and a lot of folks have bought into several horses. 
but I feel like we're we got some folks that are missing out on these two because they're yeah. they're they're really nice. So. Well, and and you know we love our chestnuts. We always seem to go back. That's like our default. Just chestnut, good looking chestnut. We want it. So. <laughs> yep, that that's right. They, and they these two certainly fit the bill. So. And will um, they be you know, able? Nah. Will they be able to? Um, well, do you know? I mean, I don't know if you've if you've kind of discussed it with them. Will they be able to watch Oathbreaker and Lady Lady Aberdeen potentially do something on the track at Silver Springs? Uh, that is that is what we are trying to work out. Okay. And you know, the, they're very accommodating for us out there, and okay. uh, so yeah, the hope is that uh, we'll get to see all of these horses on the track at both farms. Um, but you know, uh, obviously, as 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 um as many horses as they both have sometimes that's not going to work out because yeah. you know the last thing we want to do you know they're 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 being generous enough as it is with allowing us to bring you know 40 50 people out to the track and yep. and, and see the horses we don't want to interfere with them too much and throw their whole schedules off but uh i know that we're going to try to get to, we're, we're going to make it where everybody can be seen and hopefully everybody will get to be seen out on the track okay that makes sense. So that's the that's the horses we'll see at the open house. Yeah. And speaking of horses on the track, we actually have some availability in two recent winners, one of which is pointed to a stakes race. And I think they're out with Ethan they're uh, they're with Ethan West. I, I did uh take into the cleaner ship out already? No, uh she's she will leave for Maryland next Wednesday, I believe, is the plan. Okay. Uh, so she's they're they're both uh, at at Ethan's barn at Keeneland, and I was out to watch them train on Saturday morning at five a.m. Oh, and that's uh, <laughs> and that was great. Uh, she so yeah, taken to the cleaners went out at about five a. Well, she went out at five thirty, and then he went out at seven thirty. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that was a nice uh, nice morning, nice cool, crisp spring morning at the oh, racetrack, and uh, it was beautiful that morning, and. Um, I tell you what, there are as many horses at Keeneland right now, I think, that I, as I've ever seen. I've never seen so many horses out on the track at 530 in the morning as we're out there the other day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, both of them had really nice works uh, taken to the cleaners. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, you know, she's pointed to a stakes race at Laurel. Uh, it's the $100,000 Dahlia Stakes going a mile on the turf. And we've got two and a half percent left in her. Um, I just can't figure it out. Uh, <laughs> you folks are missing it out. But, uh, um, you know, that's okay. That's okay. And, uh, but she's going to go, like I said, she'll go to, uh, um, she'll head to Laurel on next Wednesday, I believe, possibly Thursday. But I, I know Ethan was shooting for Wednesday. Okay. And that way she'll get, uh, she'll get settled in and have a couple of days there where she can acclimate and then um, you know hopefully uh, the nominees are out and it looks like there's potential for a whole lot of speed in the race and oh boy. <laughs> uh, if, if you're familiar with taking to the cleaners uh, mm -hmm. she 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 knows one thing and that's go yeah and uh, I, you know hopefully uh, well, well we'll have to see who actually ends up in the race but um, yep. hopefully she we get we get uh, we get a race without too much more speed in it and uh we can uh, we can come home with a black type uh, stakes winner, so and that'll be a nice return on your Keeneland November. Was it Keeneland? Was it Keeneland November that we bought her? Bought her, bought her in Keeneland November yep. uh, for fifty two thousand, 
and um, you know she's run for us twice. We tried her on uh, at Turfway, and she did okay. But you know she'd had a little bit of a, a space between races, and and uh, you know she, she's 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 okay on the on the poly track and and pretty decent on the dirt. But really, she's just much, much better on the turf. So that's why we sent her down to yep. fairgrounds uh, and got that uh, got that wire-to-wire yep. two-and-a-half-length win. The lady and likes her the, lawn. You can't blame her. That's right. That's exactly right. And then uh, Microphone, uh, he is by France's leading sire, I believe. I believe he was at least last year. I'm not sure where he stands right now. But Sioni mm-hmm. is the name, and he's out yep. of a Galileo mare. And um, he won an allowance at Fairgrounds as well. We tried him on the poly or the tapita. Uh, he, again, ran okay, ran, you know, certainly respectable, but um, clearly was just, uh, you know, needed, he needed turf. And when we got him down there at turf, he had a, just put in a really gutsy performance, uh, ran down horses at the wire, and, um, and Ethan feels like he has just, uh, you know, really, really, come into himself yep since that win you and know, he just, was he was a former chad brown trainee too and chad brown kind of expects a lot out of his horses yeah pretty quickly for, former chad brown horse and uh, for whatever reason they they gave up on him or decided that uh, they wanted to move on to something else not sure exactly what happened but um their loss was our gain and, and we purchased him in november for for thirty thousand as well and uh, and just um wow i mean he, Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's just, he's I think just he was, impressive. he was a Peter, he was, I think he's a Peter Brandt horse too. And Peter Brandt has a good, especially if we're on the European grass scene. I mean, you can just kind of watch Peter Brandt and how often his, his turf horses, you know, dominate some of the biggest graded yep. races we have here in America. So the fact that it, he was a former Peter Brandt horse also speaks volumes because he's a half to a multiple group one stakes place runner. Like he, he has some nice family has a nice family and I, and I think he's just one of those horses that you know he's only run what 10 or 12 times something yeah. like that he I mean, doesn't he has have not, a lot of mileage has, doesn't sure. have a lot of mileage on him and he strikes you as one of those uh, horses that that's going to continue to get better mm-hmm. he, he seems like a horse that's going to get better with age and and uh, I, I tell you what I, I was really impressed with his work on Saturday morning um he went with another one of ethan's horse and ethan was up uh for him or up on him during the work and he just you know coming out of the turn he just he left his workmate behind and you know ethan said he he was trying to wait on the other horse but the other horse just wasn't doing it and finally he just went and then like microphone caught sight of two horses that were working independently of him uh you know they were probably a sixteenth of a mile or so uh, out in front of him, and Ethan said when he saw those two horses out in front, uh, he just took off, and he ran them down at the wire, and Ethan was still trying to get him pulled up halfway around the backside. <laughs> uh, so you know we're we're going to try him uh, twelve furlongs on the turf at Keeneland on April twenty seven. And, you know, he's bred to run all day. He certainly looked like he was willing to run as long as we would let him run uh, yeah. when he worked on Saturday. And, um, you know, we're going to give it a shot. And at, at that distance or, you know, dis- marathon distances like that, you just you don't know what you're going to get until you put them out there and give them a, give them a try at it. And uh, that's what we're going to do. And hopefully oh. hopefully he lives up to what we think he will. So, yeah. 
And I know um, since they are stable mates with uh, with Ethan West, I know we have a multi horse discount, so it is possible to pick up both of the stable mates and actually have Absolutely. it go in a little cheaper as well. Absolutely, yeah, and and we do that with with any any of the horses. The more the more horses you buy into, the the larger the discount is. So. Uh, you buy into two, you're going to get 5% off the price. If you've never been a partner before, you're going to get a first-timer's discount. Uh, you buy a three, you're going to get 7.5% uh, off. Four is going to be 10%. So, and it just goes, it keeps going up to, you know, you buy into six horses, you're going to get 15% off your total total uh, initial initial buy-in. So that's, uh, because, and we do that because, you know, people all the time, they, they call or they email and say, which which horse should I get in on? And, and the answer to that, question for me and 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 for mark as well is always going to be well i don't know yeah uh because we don't um you know we don't it, it a lot of it depends on you and and where you you what you think you're interested in where you want to see him running um how much you want to spend uh but you know we just don't know especially with the young horses you know we don't know what they're going to turn into mm -hmm. uh and in 2017 we bought four four yearlings uh, a two hundred thousand dollar filly, a hundred seventy five thousand dollar colt, a hundred thousand dollar colt, and a twenty two thousand dollar filly. And the two hundred thousand dollar filly got hurt and unfortunately never ran. Uh, the other two were decent racehorses. Uh, one of them had some a lot of inj injury problems and probably never quite lived up to expectations that we had for him. But then the twenty two thousand dollar filly one uh you know uh, grade has won multiple grade three stakes uh and uh a whole lot of money and her name's temple city terror and mm -hmm. had you asked mark or i either one in the november of 2017 which of these th four horses should i get in on you know she probably would have been the afterthought uh because you just don't know and so yep. we offer this multi-horse discount because we, we think it's best if you're going to spend $5,000 with us or $2,000 or 10000 or twenty, mm -hmm. whatever you're going to spend, divide it amongst as many horses as you possibly can because that's going to, uh, it's going to, I think, increase your enjoyment. You're going to get a lot more action and mm -hmm. it's going to, you know, when, when one of them turns out or two of them turn out really good, uh, you haven't missed out because you, you're spread out amongst all of them. Yep. And it, I mean, and it doesn't, you don't have to have a scientific theory as to what horses you want to be on or why you're going to be on somebody. If they're in Ohio and you live in Ohio and you want to see them all the time, that's a good reason. If you like their name, if you like their color, if you always bet yep. on the gray, that's a good reason. You, you don't have to, in a sense, you don't have to explain it to us. Like if you just like the name, buy in, enjoy yourself, enjoy Absolutely. that cool Absolutely. named horse. Yeah, because like I said, it's just, you know, we, we obviously, we, we want them all to be graded stakes winners, but we know yeah. that's not going to happen. Uh, so it's just uh, whichever one speaks to you or whichever two or three or four speak to you, mm -hmm. that's which ones you should do. And, so. and, you know, not to toot our own horn or anything, but we have a pretty good percentage for horses getting to the track and at least having a start, much less Absolutely. actually being a win. So it's, it's kind yeah, of, and, it's a proud, proud little mm -hmm. moment for us. And I think that's a great uh, that's a great topic for us to to dedicate an entire episode oh, to yeah. one of these days. So, absolutely. Um, I know. Aside from also having yeah, racehorses, talk about that more as we as we uh, dig into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know also aside from racehorses, we also have a couple of broodmares, but one of them has availability, and that is Homer Angel. 
Homer Mangel. Uh, it's a horse that we bought privately uh, several years ago. She had a decent career for us. Uh, but just, you know, the, it became pretty apparent over the last couple starts that uh, she was ready to be ready to retire from the racetrack and, and ready to move on to her second career. And uh, before that happened, uh, Mark and I were talking about, uh, you know, new stallions or younger stallions. And he, and, uh, he said to me, he said, we need to be in on the Instagram game. And I said, well, all right, that sounds good to me. I like Instagram. Uh, next time we have an opportunity, let's get a horse to him and, uh, or let's get a mare to him. And that, that's what we did. So Instagram, the son in, into mischief, uh, she's in full to him. She was, you know, conceived first, first time, first cover. And, um, right. she's been doing great. And, um, you know, we've got an opportunity to be in on a on a breeding partnership, and and the breeding partnerships are a little, you know, they're a little bit different than the racing partnerships. You know, people ask us about investing in racehorses all the time, uh, you know, as if there's an expectation of a return on the investment with racehorses, and you know, and our our theory and philosophy is, or not theory, but our philosophy is that you know, racehorses are entertainment. It's it's not about investing it's not return getting a return on your money uh because there's just too many things that can go wrong uh you know it, with with breeding prospects and, and breeding partnerships uh, the focus is trying to get you know uh, a, a return on your investment again uh, so many things can go wrong and and so many things have to go right for that to happen uh but that is more of the focus so you know we don't have a distinct timeline of when we're going to sell her or when we're going to sell the babies. Uh, it's going to be kind of a, a, a feeling and an educated uh, estimate uh, on, you know, when that right time is, you know, is Instagram really, really hot at the moment. And has he, is he getting a lot of runners and is there a, a lot of buzz around him because, you know, he hasn't had any runners yet. So right now it's still kind of a, you know, everybody's guess is as good as ours on whether or not he's going to turn into a good sire. We think he will, um, but but we don't know. Uh, so we're you, we, it's just going to kind of be a wait and see, and we'll have to figure out when we think the time is right uh, to sell either her or to sell the baby or to maybe you know, we might have two or three babies on the ground with her at any given time. So uh, it, it's just kind of a it's a very nebulous and very um, non-specific um, setup, but again, it's just it's our goal is to be to, you know to time it correctly so that we maximize return. And it's very possible that we end up in a situation like we did with Exaggerator when you know we felt like we had a really really nice physical, but Exaggerator's uh, attractiveness at the through the auction ring had really gone way down since we bred to him. And he brought a decent, you know, an okay bid, uh, final bid. But for us, we didn't want to let him go for that much. So Mark and I bought him from the partnership group that, that or the, you know, the Pocket Aces partners that, that bred him. And then we made him available as a, as a, as a racing prospect. And uh, he has not disappointed so far. So something like that could potentially happen with, with Homeroom Angels babies. We just have to wait and see. Absolutely. And it's, and it's, you're not gonna it's one of those where you're not gonna be just left in the dark and just solely rely on 
on uh, updates. We'll we'll get out there. We'll get pictures for you once they're on the ground. Oh, we'll get videos. We'll you know we'll have we'll keep you all as as updated as as we absolutely can. Like what what we know, you will know. And yep. you know you you'll get to experience just as much of that of that enjoyment of the first foal or or really any foal because who doesn't like a baby on the ground you know so uh, no 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 posts on Facebook get as many loves and likes and comments as, as the baby photos baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's right and you'll be amazed well we I think I posted one for um, Susan our one of our trainers Susan Anderson she. Uh, she's the breeder of Bodie's Rose, who's one of our runners, and she has a new half-sister uh, by Thousand Words to that one. And that's probably one of her most popular posts in several weeks. Yep. She is a good-looking little baby. She is. She's very nice. She's very flashy. Very mm-hmm. Lots of white on her yep. face. Mm-hmm. So just to... So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, I know it was a long, long episode. It's a lot to take in, but just as a quick recap for everybody... Um, this open house is going to be Saturday, April the 22nd. If you are making plans on attending, please let us know as soon as possible, roughly. So we just have, uh, just to have a head count, make sure everybody gets breakfast. You don't want to miss out on that. Um, we're going to start at nine o'clock in the morning at Margot farm. And then whenever that wraps up, whenever we're done, when everybody's ready to go, we will head over to Silver Springs. Uh, you are not, you are not, uh, you know, behooven to attend both both events. So if you've already bought into the horses at Silver Springs and you don't really want to go, you don't want to see them, or you can't for whatever reason, you do not feel like you have to go from Margot to Silver Springs. You can leave whenever is convenient for you. Just let us know you're heading out and, and you know, we'll get you anything you need. And you're free to head out. You don't have to go from one to another. You can start at But Silver we sure Springs. do want you to. Yes, please. We're not, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying otherwise. It's just, I don't want people to think, oh, I have to go to Margot or I have to go to Silver Springs. Like, you can head out whenever you want to. <laughs> yep. So, by all means. Um, but do, but, uh, you know, again, to that point, do stick around because we do have some limited edition merchandise that we are going to raffle off to everybody. We're going to have, uh, one set that's going to go at Margo. And then when we head over to Silver Springs, if you happen to join in and jump in right at Silver Springs, we'll raffle off some of the merch, uh, the limited edition merchandise over there at, at Silver Springs as well. So don't feel like, again, like you're going to miss anything if you just choose one. If you want to go to both, please come to both. We'll be very happy to see you. Um. On the topic of merchandise, though, we have had several instances where on our Facebook, on our Facebook pages, in the comment sections, people have been posting scammy, um, it, it is, it's it's scammy links. Um, it's, we are not associated with those comments. We do not, uh, you know, we don't, we don't put our name to those. We, we don't know what that is. So please, please, please do not buy this merchandise. Don't buy mer- Pocket Aces Racing merchandise off of Facebook. It's not us. No. It's not. We will always post. We have a Land's End and we have a uh, Spreadshirt Shop. It's We post those links straight from our Facebook all the time. That is, Those are our only two places. We do not sell anywhere else. So please, please, please don't do that. Um, with, app de- with app updates, I know you were on a call recently, Jared, with the um, kind of like the, the, the managing group of the Stable Connect app. That's also an available perk for partners. So you don't have to wait until Sunday emails because we'll up, uh, we'll upload pictures and videos to that app as well. So you'll be able to immediately see your uh, see your horses whenever you buy into them. Um, but I know you were on a, on a call recently with them and they came, gave you kind of some updates for the app. Um, I know, I think they were talking about potentially being able to download photos and videos as well. They are definitely working. That's one of, been one of the biggest requests that we've had uh, from the from the partners using the app. Is you know, can we can we download uh, 
videos and can we download pictures and that has not been uh, available yet but uh, they're working on it and they're going to get there and you know they've had several other apps that are several other updates on the app that are that are going to be coming and we'll keep you posted on those as we uh, as we get further along absolutely absolutely and i know a lot of quality of life's go out pretty frequently so they update frequently so it's a pretty smooth running podcast and partners have been very uh podcast but app i've got podcast on the brain today um but it's a smooth running app our, our the partners who are currently on it have been very happy with it they really enjoy it so uh hopefully once there if there's a live option we'll be able to to potentially you know live stream some things and and get if you can't attend for whatever reason kind of get you connected in and maybe have have the partners who are uh, who can't attend in person, kind of give them a chance to, to at least be part of some of the some of the festivities, I guess. Um, so, but it's definitely something that we'll be we'll be staying on top of. We'll make sure we keep track of it. Um, but you know what? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe, but it's been thirty five minutes already. So time goes by. But thank you so much if you have stayed this long and you have listened all the way to this end. Thank you so much for tuning in to our maiden podcast episode of aces up the sleeve um and have a, have a happy have a happy wednesday have a good wednesday make good choices and then next week on wednesday when we release our next episode we will be discussing um micro shares and kind of what they how they relate to pocket aces if it's something that we might be able to do one day um so you definitely want to tune into that one so have a great wednesday everybody and um we'll see you next week Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night, a good day, good afternoon. Whatever. Whenever. <laughs> <laughs>